0: This episode of the Blue Hawaii Podcast is brought to you by this Royal Thai Garden commercial where we ripped off Lil Nas X. Enjoy! Mm-hmm. no, 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 no. Yeah. yeah! When you're in Never Beach and you need Thai food, you gotta ride to the garden. When you're in Never Beach and you need
1: check check tune, check check yeah. when you're looking for a treat need something to eat say so, so what to call cause this restaurant can't be beat best time Laos.
0: lock, represent, represent, mention the blue white
1: podcast, get 20% off
0: your entire order. Blue White. Welcome to Blue White Podcast, I'm Ryan Little.
1: I'm Josh Michaels.
0: And you thought that we were not going to play uh-huh. our karaoke commercial. if are those guys going to come up with a different
1: commercial? It's just like, we got it already. Yeah, we we did what we did what we shouldn't have done. We've, ex- we've exhausted our creative resources. Our juices have run dry. Yep. We need a muse. So... Listeners, well, get in touch if you think if, you're going to be a good muse. If you want to, if you want to inspire us to create beautiful art, get in touch. This sounds only slightly pornographic. Like us
0: on Instagram <laughs> or something. I don't know, folks. There's a thing that we need to tell you. What's that? Today is going to be a very good episode. <sighs> it I usually, mean, is.
1: it yeah, usually is. It usually is.
0: I know the last couple of times we've said that,
1: and we've immediately there's that
0: There's that one episode way back when when we just prepared, we just got everybody ready. We said. Welcome to Blue White Podcast, this one's gonna suck, <laughs> uh, but nope. Welcome to Blue White Podcast, I'm so sorry. Yeah, this is this is a bad idea. No, we're not doing that. We're going to give you good content today, and... It's good content, and it's a bad world. Let's do the drop. Yeah.
1: We often hear hauli meaning white person in a negative connotation, but it's a perfectly good word. It means foreign introduced to foreign origin or foreign introduction, so in Hawaiian, anyone or anything that is not Native
0: Welcome again to the Blue White Podcast. He's Josh Michaels. I'm Ryan Little. It's Saturday, June 15th, the day after our dear president's birthday. Let me tell you something about that. that. I was on Facebook this morning and this guy... Happy birthday, Donald Trump. Yeah, let me just... I just want to read you this post real quick because
1: it made me want to throw up in my and mouth. And, of course, his birthday was on Flag Day. So, we, everybody got to see um, the lovely photos is of our president flag gently caressing. Let me
0: let me just read you this, uh, this post real quick from a person who I went to high school with. Yeah. And this is, guess the race of this person. I'm going to say this wait, person. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. You haven't You haven't heard it. You got to give it a fair chance. Thank you to Collins. That's Collins with a Y. Stetson and nikki n-i-k-k-i for these awesome father's day gifts Th- those are
1: three separate people yeah collins stetson and nikki and are these wait, people hold on, hold on you asked me to guess their race well i
0: haven't given you the, the rest of the details yet. you you might be in the dark uh, here uh i have a feeling we are very much not in the awesome dark. awesome father's if day gift um <laughs> uh, let me tell you what they got him they got him a uh patio cooler it does look kind of cool it's like a I don't know. How would you describe that? Like like an elevated patio cooler. Why are you disrespecting...
1: so? But
0: sitting on top is a a trucker hat that says, Trump 2020, screw your feelings. Take a guess. I guess this person is Caucasian.
1: That is correct. (laughs) Screw screw your feelings unless you do not wish me a Merry Christmas. In which case, my feelings. Sir. Sir. If you've ever named your kid collins Sec- stetson
0: stetson yeah that's like naming your kid like wrangler jeans i'm gonna say something controversial go for it this is alabama oh, of course it's alabama yeah happy father's day to our problematic absent fathers yes <laughs> we my father was intermittently absent he yeah. was like back for periods of time when things would get chaotic
1: and <laughs> abusive <laughs> it sounds sounds it sounded better and then it sounded worse yeah it did, so, so
0: <laughs> <laughs> it did. well uh
1: you know the president, the president is the nation's father, so we can... The father of our great nation. Uh, the Obamas, yeah, by speaking, the way... Speaking of our replacement dad, Barack Obama.
0: He signed a deal, him and Michelle. Yeah. W- Michelle and him, some might say. Yeah. Uh, with Spotify to produce exclusive podcasts on a variety of topics. I'll listen to all of them. Yeah. Get I in just, touch. Well, Uncle Barry, Auntie Michelle, get in touch. You know, uh, yeah. fun fact listeners, we invited...
1: Barack Obama, the Barack Obama, yes. on our show. And they sent us a very lovely form letter rejection. That's true. Oh, Canada. Terre de nos well, you know usually, we usually only share bad news on this program. No, we share good news. But we have some excellent news. We want Shane congratulate- Sasaki going to
0: Montgomery Biscuits. Is that a fish? Well, he's got to, He's got to. That's how the That's how the minor league what program if he works. He might
1: go right to Double A. He might go right to Double or Triple A. Uh, yes, yeah, true. I yeah. doubt it. But yeah. well, before we get to that sports news, more pressing sports news, international sports news. Congratulations to the Toronto Raptors on their first ever NBA championship and Canada's first professional sports championship in nearly 20 years. Thanks, Donald Trump. Way to go, Yolani Alum, Bobby Webster, youngest GM in the league, future guest of the show, future guest of the show. He better be. Inshallah. Inshallah. Uh, Le- got Kawhi Leonard, acquired him. Uh, he, the same man who took down LeBron James's Heat has now taken down Steph Curry's Warriors. And uh, Ch- Jeremy Lin, NBA champion. Yeet, yeet. He didn't play at all that no, game, I think. No, he didn't. He didn't, but Lin's sanity is back. He looked it's good official. doing it, though. Uh, the official last ever game has been played at Oracle Arena. Shout out to Lena's oligarchic mayor slash landlord, Larry Ellison. Um, is he the mayor? No. Is but he like the de facto mayor?
0: Is there a mayor of Lanai?
1: There is not. But I think like for all intents and purposes, yeah, I mean he owns everything. Yeah, mayor slash landlord. That's weird, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Just no, it was, it was, Did you watch? Did you watch any of Game Six?
0: Yeah, I watched all of it. It was remarkable. It was good. What about uh Clay Thompson? Clay, what a you Clay know, tears his ACL and he says, "Just give me two minutes. Two minutes, I'll be, minutes, right I'll be back.
1: back." He drains, drains. You know, runs back from. You know, limping down the tunnel, realizes he's got to shoot two free throws. Runs back, sinks two free throws, and then he turns to run down the court and play D. Yeah, and then the Warriors are like, "No, no, no! You, you can't do that. You like, know, come out, come out of the game." He could probably have played
0: if he didn't have to actually use his knee for anything agile, which could be problematic yes. in basketball. You also, don't, you don't need an ACL. You don't need. It's to, just really good to you have don't need one to move.
1: Yeah, yeah. Just find. Just pick your spot. And just drain those threes. Good news for Canada. Bad news just south of the border, the United States men's national team, soccer, fell to Venezuela. To Venezuela. To but socialism, the, they inferior, would never, the inferior. They would never fall to Venezuela. The inferior, corrupt, socialist, evil regime, Venezuela, whooped our butts 3 0 in Cincinnati on American soil. Can
0: Can I just. Can I just
1: say why this is so good
0: is that, you know, Venezuela has been this uh, boogeyman for the conservative world since, you know, forever. Scary brown people. Since since the price of oil dropped, basically. And what's so good about this is that uh, Donald Trump pits everything. The conservative idea pits everything conservative, everything American, capitalist versus Venezuela, right? Well, the beautiful thing is that in this scenario, what makes capitalism such a flawed system in the United States is also what cost us this game. It's that that the U.S. Olympic teams, that the U.S. national team programs and development programs that like youth soccer generally favors wealthy white kids from the suburbs yep, who get who who their butts who suck <laughs> at pretty much everything except beating other wealthy white kids from the suburbs, and then they have to go compete against somebody with real talent and they lose.
1: The thing here is Venezuela isn't even
0: good at soccer. We're not even good at capitalism.
1: (laughs) Venezuela, like Cuba, has actually adopted baseball. The national pastime of us uh, decadent capitalist pigs are imperialists. They're better than us at that too. Are they?
0: Yeah. When's the last time you saw like a roster full of non-Hispanic names on a baseball team? Those guys are ballers. They're not all Venezuelan though. No, but like I'm gonna take the average it's Venezuelan been... over the average like white suburban kid
1: who's also played soccer, probably. <laughs> anyway, well, this is a treasonous, treasonous conversation. Uh, let's continue our treasonous conversation by talking about uh, the wonderful war we're about to start with Iran. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I cannot wait, folks. The Trump administration, according to Uh, They fucking love war Left wing substack newsletter Foreign Exchanges by Derek Davison One of my favorite reads Daily emails (laughs) The Trump administration declared on Tuesday That Iran is now in violation of the 2015 nuclear deal Yes, the same nuclear deal That the Trump administration balled up and threw in the trash Uh, Subsequently, two more tankers Were struck by someone with something In the Gulf of Oman on Thursday That we're just sure was Iran Fairly near the area where four other tankers Were similarly attacked last month Iran definitely did it, you guys. Garen's Iran, brah. Except it's a Japan, you know, a Japan flagship. The Japanese captain came out and said that Mike Pompeo and the Pentagon's account was incorrect. Well, you can't trust him. No, you can't he trust him. He was just there. Yeah, yeah. Elsewhere on the axis of evil, uh, Donald Trump got another beautiful letter from Kim Jong-un. That guy. Uh, he also said he would not have allowed the CIA to use his half-brother, Kim Jong-nam, as an informant, as it apparently did. Yeah, that's dirty, bro. No, cool. you can't let him do that. It's It's wonderful. <laughs> Wonderful. Thousands of protesters have been rallying in Hong Kong along the street where the main government offices are located. They are opposed to an extradition bill that would allow the Hong Kong government to send wanted fugitives back to mainland China for prosecution. Update on this story. I saw this morning, this morning, that Hong Kong's leader folded on that and they backed off. Is there something scary about being imprisoned in China? I don't understand.
0: No, if you haven't done anything wrong, they won't come after you. <laughs> just
1: like here in the United States. If you haven't yeah. done anything wrong, well, if, you just get to go free. Yeah, like if you had just if you just cooperate with the police. Yeah, just yeah. hands up, don't shoot. Uh well, we uh, let's We talked a lot about the institutions running our nation's government that are completely falling apart last week. So we're gonna do something a little more fun. All the people who are aspiring to take over the machinery of said terrible flawed government they had to pick a walkout song at the... Why? At the Iowa Why Democrat, did they have to pick out a I- walkout song? At the Iowa Democrat Hall of Fame campaign earlier this week, uh, the campaign's chose the songs we have on the list. Couldn't it... Couldn't it just have been like, hi,
0: this is Bill de Blasio, and then he just like walks out to a chorus of applause. Well, I mean, that's not going to happen for de Blasio, but plausibly <laughs> for somebody. Some of the select hits include... Yeah, let's just play a few clips of each of the songs. and yeah. you decide who you want to be president... Yeah. Uh, So Cory Booker chose Lovely Day By Bill Withers (laughs) Which is like, no, you're not going to be president, bro You're
1: like at most going to be like treasury secretary Swalwell, Eric Swalwell Caught up in the country (laughs)
0: appropriate because no one knows who he is I've also never. i'm not sure what that i've never think i've heard that song i haven't either and you've
1: heard like every song uh bernie like sanders. you were known in law school for knowing every song that's true uh that's Bern- a story for another time bernie sanders power to the people on brand unsurprising to very on brand the people. Power to the people. <laughs> tulsi gabbard ain't no mountain high enough
0: except the mountain that's 1% high <laughs> or 2% high
1: because well, you can't get beyond that ain't, ain't no mountain high enough uh, as long as my for, dad was in a cold from, then he help raise me ain't no mountain high enough from which Bashar al-Assad launched chemical weapons against his own people Buddha Judge, Never Giving Up by Bachelor that's like of course you would because he's like the hipster
0: intellectual this, Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. even
1: know that song Kamala, Kamala Harris Work That Mary J. Mary Blige We get it. You were cool in the 90s. I noticed she did not choose uh, anything by Dr. Dre or Snoop Dogg from The
0: Chronic. When she was smoking weed
1: Ah. in In college in the 80s. 1986, 1994. What's the difference? John Delaney, I've Been Everywhere by Johnny Cash. I've been
0: everywhere, man. I've been everywhere. Except people
1: actually know who Johnny Cash is. Good song, bad candidate. Uh, Jay Inslee, Mr. Blue Sky." That's a good song and very on brand think, as the yeah, climate actually, change guy. I think it's good. That's a good choice. So far, I think Jay Inslee is, is winning. I think Kirsten, Bernie Sanders' Power to the People is winning. Well, oh, that's not surprising. Either. Yeah. Kirsten Jillipet, Uh Good as Hell by Lizzo. I, she's, she's reaching. She's trying to appeal to the millennials. I, I love
0: it because like she's not
1: that good. Yeah. Tim Ryan. Tim Ryan with Check the best song. The world, Old Town.
0: Right till i can't no more
1: i'm gonna take my horse to did he the did he do the royal
0: Thai garden remix Ride i don't think he did till i can't no
1: more i got the horses in the bag, horse oh, back oh you know what even better song andrew yang uh return of the map i do you, yes, try, yes, um, he's trying too hard yeah, that was Return of the Mac reminds me of the Bobby Darin song "Mac the Knife," which reminds a uh, knife reminds me of the fact that Andrew Yang opposes her decision. <laughs> Uh circumcision. Uh, Marion Williamson, Higher Ground. Never heard of it. I think it's, barely heard it's, of her. If it's a song, I think it is. It's probably an oldies classic. Elizabeth Warren, Nine to Five. <laughs> that was a that so was a on good. Brand. That was a good moment. Yeah. Working uh, John Hickenlooper, Good Life by One Republic. No one's heard of him. He's appeal. He's reaching. Yeah. Uh, Amy Klobuchar. Uh, I'm mad as hell, and I'm not- no. Oh wait, no. Uh, Bullpen by Dessa. <laughs> <the fist> <laughs> that,
0: that just feels like I don't know. I'm just like Amy Klobuchar could just she could literally disappear off the face of the earth, and her polling numbers wouldn't change. You could say that about. Most of these 12 people. 12
1: out of 60, 16 people.
0: Montana Governor Steve Bullock, Small Town. Well, I was in small town
1: Parentheses, was I should have just been running for Senate. <laughs> Bill de Blasio, Rudy Can't Fail. Again, like, uh, you, you put the name of the least
0: popular mayor of the last 20 years, other than yourself, in the name of your walkout song.
1: Bill de Blasio is going for...
0: He's going. He's, he's, it's like he's trying to paint
1: himself as like the lovable underdog. It's like he's intentionally trying to lose. Uh, uh, Michael, Michael Bennett. Bennett, "The Rising" by Bruce Springsteen. Good. Come on up, here Bruce Springsteen sucks. And whoa, whoa, whoa! 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 So whoa! Says who? Who hates Bruce Springsteen? Me. I say you should at least choose a Bruce Springsteen song. Like the people know, the, that non- okay. that non-Bruce fans know, which is none of them. Please di- please direct your hate mail to at Blue Hawaii Ryan on Twitter. And Beto O'Rourke chose clampdown, but there's no artist.
0: No one even knows who that is. which that's, is like, that's esoteric. But it's also a very Beto thing, right? He's like, no, 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 just trust me. These guys are huge yeah. in El Paso in the yeah. 90s.
1: If we want to come together as a nation, we need to listen to Clampout. If we all share each other's Spotify passwords, then there's nothing, there's nothing that the American people can't accomplish. Following up on last week's story about Urban Decay. Yeah. Which uh, liberals continue to sell us out? You guys remember Tiger Mom? I, I do remember Tiger, Tiger Mom. Tiger Mom, Amy Trois, uh we talked about her yeah. last week didn't we yeah oh, no, 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 no 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 i take
0: it back we talked about jd vance with Amy yeah. glenn uh amy tra was uh his advisor at harvard like his his like yeah. core advisor who i think got him a scotus internship or Woo. scotus clerkship yeah she also did that same thing for somebody else who's close to her in her own orbit yeah her uh you may remember the, her
1: for here's the article from slate by jeremy stall daughter of fierce Kavanaugh defender Amy Chua to clerk for, dot, 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 Brett Kavanaugh. How could that be? She would never do that. In the summer of 2018, before the country knew who Christine Blasey Ford was, a simple case was being made for Brett Kavanaugh among a certain group of progressive elites. Judge Kavanaugh should become Justice Kavanaugh because he's such a darn swell guy. One of the most prominent figures to make that claim was Yale Law School professor and famed tiger mom Amy Chua, who wrote in an op-ed, on the wall street journal and wall street journal surprise in july 2018 titled kavanaugh is a mentor to women i can't think of a better judge for my own daughter's clerkship we don't had, we don't need to read this entire article to you but uh, i'll just fast forward to the end we all know what happened next kavanaugh repeatedly lied to the senate judiciary committee about his experiences in high school relating to his alleged assault on ford again this all happened in july christine blasey ford came forward with her accusations in late september Soon after that, The Guardian and HuffPost reported that several of Chua's law students alleged that Chua and her husband, Jed Rubenfeld, had advised them that Kavanaugh liked to hire cr- clerks with, quote, a certain look, that Chua reportedly said it was, quote, no accident that Kavanaugh's clerks, quote, looked like models, and that applicants should dress in a, quote, outgoing fashion for interviews with the judge. Outgoing. That's, a, that's on the... Webster's Dictionary synonyms for horny, yeah, for <laughs> low cut, for horn dog, yeah. Uh, we all know what happened next. Kavanaugh repeatedly lied to the Senate Judiciary Committee about his experiences in high school relating to his alleged assault on Ford. Demonstrated his rage at the idea that he should even have to answer questions about it, and was confirmed to the bench. Since his confirmation, eighty-three ethics complaints against him have gone without investigation because we don't have a way to assess the conduct of Supreme Court justices. Basically, I what I want to know is oh, and now. Her
0: daughter just got hired as clerk. What? What I want to know is what part of the tiger is where you're like a devilish person who will sell your daughter out to a whoremonger to further her career at a white shoe firm in New York. Well, luckily we know that meritocracy is a lie. Yeah, it's like what? It could there have been a more obvious quid pro quo of like?
1: Oh, and just does that like like the elites, whatever your ideology is, the most important thing is the power and allocation of power among you and your friends
0: yeah it's it's never been a it's never been anything more than Elites versus non-elites yeah.
1: And it's, I mean There's two great takes on this I want to share Yeah. First, Sarah Jones in the Cut, the article is titled So much for worshipping meritocracy Meritocracy was always the myth At the heart of the Tiger Mother brand Chua and her husband Jed Rubenfeld are professors At Yale Law School, the same institution that later Graduated their daughter Sophia As children, both daughters attended the Hopkins School In New Haven, which boasted tuition costs Of $43,500 During the 2018-19 academic year Trois and Rubenfeld are stars in the legal field, and Trois in particular has a reputation for successfully placing Yale graduates in high-profile clerkships. Their children were bound for the Ivy League no matter how well they played the piano or how long they stood in the cold. The Kavanaugh clerkship is guilt-leaf on an already privileged life. Women less well-connected than Sophia Trois-Rubenfeld have fought back against sexual harassment at work. But the costs can be enormous, whether a woman has a job in Hollywood or at McDonald's and a law clerk whose parents are professors at Yale has advantages over nearly everyone else. The Trois-Rubinfeld household ought to be familiar with that imbalance of social power. They stand accused of benefiting from it in an especially direct fashion. Last October, Dahlia Lithwick and Susan Matthews of Slate reported that Yale was investigating Rubinfeld for inappropriate comments and flirtatious behavior with students. Some feared reprisal if they reported him. Quote, For students who don't arrive at Yale with fancy last names... Getting a position working for a federal judge can be as much about networking as it is about academic performance, the duo wrote. The other take from Slate, uh, speaking of Dahlia Lithwick, this one is, the nepotism might finally be too much to ignore. From Jared Kushner to Elaine Chao and Amy Chua, the elites have made their game a bit too obvious. I like the last paragraph that says, the idea of
0: American meritocracy was imperfect from the founding, but it's never been as transparently laughable as it is today. It was at least a hope even as huge swaths of the population were denied access to hope, but the idea that life could be better for all of our children has been the fundamental engine of American optimism forever. Perhaps voters who agree to allow a pretend billionaire to lead them and who remain unaffected by his petulance, his lies, his childish insults, may actually be moved to wonder why it is that his children and grandchildren deserve a better life than theirs. But they won't. They literally won't. Because They're going to be like,
1: no, they do believe they they do deserve. But a better Nancy life Pelosi, than me. Nancy Pelosi, yeah, wants. To kill your baby. It's a sleight of hand. It's all. It's all like a ridiculous, absolutely inane yeah. sleight of hand. And the rich get richer, according to Above the Law, which tracks these things. The average private sector signing bonus for a former Supreme Court clerk is four hundred thousand dollars. That's a lot of just thousands like a, one, of dollars. a one-time payment. Like, oh, good, thank you, welcome. Like, you, we like your resume. Thank you for letting us borrow some of your prestige. Well, we were
0: talking to somebody this week who's a friend of ours yeah. who's uh, been accepted into Harvard. And he's Harvard Law, that is. And he's considering going, or he is going, I should say. And he's considering doing public interest law. And we were telling him all the reasons why. You know, that's probably a bad idea if he ever wants to make money. Mm-hmm. And he said the current salary for Harvard grads is hundred and ninety thousand dollars yeah. in New York, like 100 At a hundred, yeah, hundred and ninety. Yeah, that's so much money. That's a lot of money. I could, yeah. and they probably all need it because they're all they all deserve it. Actually, he is probably a very he's he worked the meritocracy. Folks, well. if you have a if you have a
1: good idea uh, for how we can make one hundred and ninety thousand dollars a year, if you have some suggestions for uh, the part time job I should take to <laughs> try to pay a to pay my mortgage, please get in touch <laughs> on a ninety year old house in Clee. <laughs> on a ninety year old house in Clee, please get in touch. Well, it's only like seventy. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. Cool. So well, that, f-
1: but, folks, you know so that
0: actually opens up your job prospects a little
1: bit more. Yeah. We're, we're not. We're only. We're only sort of completely desperate.
0: Nah, you know,
1: <laughs> desperation is such a desperation breeds success. Yeah. Oh, you know, and just speaking of the Supreme Court in general, uh, and along the same line, you know, exactly to your point, Ryan, about sleight of hand, all these things that are pretend controversies that aren't. It's not right and left. It's rich versus poor. It's always been or rich it's, versus it's poor. in group out group elite versus totally. peons. Uh, Matthew Iglesias, this great take. One bad aspect of having nine people in robes doing politics while pretending to be doing legal analysis is all their training is in legal analysis, so they're ma- so they're really bad at making political deals. Yeah. That's not wrong. No. That is not wrong. Um, Before we take the shout outs, one more story to share with you. If you've been listening to this
0: podcast for any length of time, you probably realize that we tend to be left of center. Slightly. Well, according to Facebook, you're very liberal. Um, I'm just liberal, but I'll tell you who's hopping into Don't, the liberal
1: politics game. Oh, poor you know, what, spare a thought for Collins Stetson and uh, what's your face about you know Nikki this Nikki about Nikki's a fairly that's common name. normal name. Okay.
0: Stetson and Collins though, go go get bent, bro.
1: Yeah, like <sighs> hey boy, poor, I used to poor, like that guy. Poor poor Ryan, you I went bet out, I would like him. you moved out to Hawaii and you just lost. Lost, you lost the way. Yeah, you fell what, off the that's path. That's
0: truly what it is. Is mm-hmm. like that's how it that's how it appears to people. Um, so if you recall, twenty eighteen midterms, the Democratic Party won in one of the biggest midterm landslides ever. Uh, they won back the House, and they did it largely on the media interest in uh, several up and coming progressive stars. The most notable being Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Never heard of her. She beat out uh some old white guy to take over the seat for Queens. Nancy Pelosi's
1: favorite white guy. Favorite white guy, yeah. That's why she's salty.
0: GQ, which if you were listening last week to me making painstakingly making my point to Josh that they've been a pretty good reporting outfit post-Trump, has a story called, The Koch Brothers Want to Prevent Future AOCs. Now, folks, I'm not going to read you very many quotes from this story, but if you can probably see where this is going. So, uh, insurgent... Progressive candidates beat moderate Democrats all across the country this year in primaries. This is leading to a bit of a tectonic shift in how uh, the left's platform is, policy platform is being uh, conceived In that now there's uh, looking like there's planks uh, in, about abortion uh, that are more firm. There's planks that are about the minimum wage that are more firm. There's planks about a Green New Deal that are solidifying at that same time, the Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee uh, has announced that it will also known, not,
1: as DCCC, also known as DCCCC,
0: also known as the worst people in the world, yep. uh, want you to know that if you are going to uh, work with somebody who's primarying a Democrat in office, you will not get any of their business. And they're quite a big business. So what, this, what the Koch brothers are doing now, uh, seeing that even that may not be enough, is they're actually funding yeah. incumbent centrist Democrats. The
1: enemy of my enemy is my friend.
0: And it is so true. And it makes perfect sense that they're going to be mm-hmm. dumping money. The Americans for Prosperity organization, which is entirely Status Koch funded. Quo. Yeah. Status quo. And if you needed Status any quo. more Status proof that, that we Status needed this quo. entire thing to be just completely revolutionized, I have... I don't know what else to tell you. Like Burn when you have down. the Koch brothers funding people, that's that's all that needs to be said. Yep. How about this? Let's do some shout outs. Yes. Shout out to Piddle. friend of the show, Amanda Pohl. Piddle. She won her Virginia Senate primary. Pull the
1: polls, baby. Uh, that's sick, dude. Good for her, man. She's so she's awesome. So she's now the Democratic candidate for Virginia's 11th Senate District. 11th she is running against a crazy a literal kook. nut job theocratic nut job who believes in conversion therapy folks if you got th- therapy and brings her gun to work yeah folks if, if you if you've got, got a little extra if you've got a little extra coin if to you throw got man five dollars just yeah.
0: send it to her and in the comment section put blue
1: white podcast just let her know that y'all are listening yeah following up on uh, last week's shout out to ilani's shane sasaki getting picked by Tampa Bay in the MLB draft and hopefully going to their minor league affiliate Montgomery Biscuits. You know they will, bro. Fingers crossed, fingers crossed, fingers crossed. Some perspective from Axios Sports, Kendall Baker, just to illustrate how baller this Shane Sasaki kid is. The demise of the high school baseball prospect is the name of the article. By the numbers, two decades ago, 40% of draftees came directly from high school. This year, that number was just 24%. Even crazier, this trend is far more pronounced at the top of the draft. In 99 46% of players taken in the first 10 rounds were high schoolers. This year, 19%. The bottom line, teams want to know everything about a prospect, and that level of information is almost never available for high schoolers. Hence, the dramatic shift currently underway. Except for Shane Sasaki, because they were like, oh, that kid's a stud, let's take him. When you're really good, you're still going to go first round,
0: right? Or you're still going to go out of high school. Uh, I was wrong, by the way. I was just researching it. The Biscuits are the AA affiliate, (gasps) so he's going to certainly go through Montgomery. Yeah. Shane Sasaki, if you're listening, Gump
1: town get in touch, baby. Blue Hawaii Podcast, we're taking it live. Blue Hawaii Podcast, well, we probably we probably can't offer to be his agents, right? That's probably a conflict of interest. If he wants us to be his
0: agents, we should quit our jobs. Yes, and then it will not be a conflict of interest. Perfect, Shane. We'll quit our jobs
1: for you. Yolani no ka'oi. one team, one ge- generation to generation. Let's keep it going. Yolani
0: uh, Nokoi plus the the knowledge, local market knowledge of an Alabama Christian Academy grad this could be a formidable trio guarantee they're gonna bump
1: him right to triple a and it's like sorry we don't sorry no he's definitely gonna go through double a he'll be there at least a little bit because like even
0: uh evan longoria who was like a all-star for several years he's he did like i think half a season at least in montgomery and then she went on desperate housewives yeah yeah that's no it's actually her son (laughs) it's not it's not no
1: uh do you see uh Women's World Cup, Team USA. Of course. Team USA spanking Thailand 13 0. I've actually been talking to my wife a lot about this because she's a huge US Team USA women's fan. And of course, the inevitable backlash when women are good at stuff and seem to be enjoying themselves. Uh, Jamel Hill writing about women's sports in the Atlantic. They gave America 13 goals and got a lecture in return. Okay. After a lopsided World Cup game, the focus was once again on how female athletes behave not on what they've achieved so i was talking with her about this because yeah.
0: I, I saw abby wambach was the first person to like really jump in and ask like this is this not motivated by our gender and i don't know i don't know enough about soccer i do know that like beating somebody 13 to nothing in soccer is the equivalent of like in football being like zero like 250 to zero yeah. like
1: 13 goals is the most i've ever heard yeah i've never heard it most in women's world cup and possibly men's possibly any world Cup. i've never as heard well. of that main goal scored
0: now uh the only i would never tell a bunch of a team especially a team full of rookies people making their first appearance in a world cup don't score a goal because maybe the last time you ever get to do it you never know yeah. the only criticism i would say is jill ellis the head coach for the women's national team she didn't use all their subs and I'm like, you could have, you yeah. could have at least subbed in like one more yeah. obscure
1: player for the record, from, you know, Middle America. For, in case our audience doesn't know, uh, in soccer, comp, in comp, in competitive soccer, you get three. Games, you get, you are limited to three, and once a player comes off, they can't go back on. That said, once you're up by ten goals, you should probably let the, you should probably let at least one bench player get a, yeah. get a little run out. So
0: in. if now the one thing that I think was a super unfair criticism was criticizing them for celebrating. Yeah, it's like. You just scored a goal. It doesn't matter if it's the 13th goal. You just scored a goal on In the, the biggest world, stage the that height, you're ever yeah. going to get to play yeah. on. Yeah.
1: And not to mention, you know, this is just the beginning of the tournament. You need to get into shape. You need to tune up. You do yourself yeah. you do yourself a disservice if you don't fire as like as hard as you can and get and like, you know, Get get it clicking. Completely. If agree. you slack if you slack against Thailand, phone it in. That's more disrespectful to Thailand, I think, to say like, ah, eh, you know, like after you hit four, like, well, you guys are obviously no threat. We're just gonna kick we're just gonna dink the ball around. I mean, if, exactly. And what does that accomplish? Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, to, and third and sorry, one last point just yeah. to just to really hammer this home. Uh, not that not that this is a danger because the US is expected to qualify for the next round but the tiebreaker metric in the first round is points is goals no goals you score that's yes. if the, if the points if the points you earn are equivalent then it goes to who's who's yeah. got the best goal differential and then if the goal differential is equivalent who scored the most so basically they're helping themselves a out a bunch of a bunch of salty men on twitter yeah would rather well and you know i'm sure if if the usa had 2-0 wrapped it up you know treat did thailand with kid gloves oh, women's soccer is so boring it's yeah. not even competitive blah 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 so you know and, and, and on one level even though like I think the women are the women are completely in the right and like I'll go to the mat for them yeah I think it, on some level you can kind of just tell the people like I don't have to make the case to you yeah you you, you, you I'm a competitive athlete yeah you're arguing in bad that's, that's what I was telling her is like you can't just tell an elite level athlete yeah. who
0: is like the most competitive, especially, one of the most perfumes fumes on the planet. Like, hey, yeah. don't try to win especially, as much as you can.
1: Especially people in bad faith on the internet. Like, who gives a yeah. shit what you think? Yeah.
0: Well, yeah. And what, what Jordan was asking was like, would somebody say the same thing if it was Ronaldo and the Portuguese no. team? Absolutely They'd be not. like, he's the greatest we've ever seen. At, yeah. If they beat like, we are so, if they beat Cote d'Ivoire by like 13 nothing, they'd be like, what a dominant performance. We are,
1: we are privileged to be able to see the yeah. great Cristiano Ronaldo in action. Yeah. I think uh, there I think it was like in one World Cup qualifying. I think Australia beat I want to say American Samoa. Australia or or you know one of the one of the Pacific Island nations, but Australia beat them 30 goals to 0. That's not good. Yeah. So like this is not without precedent. Yeah. That's pretty bad. Yeah. Moving
0: into something a little bit more local yes. uh, According to KITV, we all know it was expensive to live in paradise, but a new report breaks down the numbers it takes to live in Honolulu. Honolulu residents who earn $71,000 a year would have to save for 40 years before they could pay the down payment on a median priced home. 40 years. That's according to a new report released by investment company Unison.
1: That's a lot. Uh, Well, the good news is once we are 75, we'll finally be able to get that house. Yeah. And then right under it, just a story that everybody needs to hear. Uh, headline all, we don't all, need
0: to we don't we've all been there we don't need to been there. don't
1: need to do the analysis on it go ahead josh uh hawaii scuba diver hospitalized after his penis gets stuck in a giant clam i thought i told them to not publish
0: that story about me uh folks this has been the blue white podcast
1: uh, we're coming back to you <laughs> next week with another phenomenal episode. Sean Sean Madison suffered was was transported to Kau Hospital after suffering from severe bleeding complications, vomiting, extreme swelling, and low blood pressure. Doc, low, low doctors blood believe pressure. physical contact with the giant mollusk may have triggered his allergy to seafood and exposed him to high levels of arsenic. So it's not just that like his dick got bit off by a clam. She it's had like, an allergic reaction too. <laughs> and talk about insult to injury. Yeah. All right. Well. Ryan, I'm sorry I didn't mean to cut off your lovely outro. It's okay, folks. We're out of here. We're out of here this week. Have a wonderful week. If you want to help
0: support our podcast, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram. Uh, get in touch. Share Sh- your favorite episodes. Share your favorite episodes. Let people know what you like. Uh, it really helps
1: as we're trying to continue to build. And our let movement. us know. Let us know what you want to hear more of. Because otherwise, it's just two dudes rambling about, and this, we're just going to keep playing the Lil Nas X commercial yeah, gonna, over and over gonna, again. It's going to be Lil Nas X for the first 50, for the next fifty years. And what pissed us off on Twitter <laughs> this week? Yeah, this was, we're just going to rename the podcast. What <laughs> pissed us off on Twitter this week, folks? Have a great week. Aloha. We will talk to you next week. Later. Ciao. Ciao.